Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Alrighty, after months of speculation and negotiation, the venue and country for Team New Zealand's defence of the 37th America's Cup has been decided and it is Barcelona, as we've told you this morning, that will play host to the event. It's a decision Emirates Team New Zealand obviously haven't taken lightly, extending the process before confirmations just come overnight. And it's a decision that will no doubt attract a lot of criticism, but that's something that Emirates Team New Zealand has never shied away from, making the right decision for themselves and what they see the sport. Kevin Shoebridge is an integral part of the COG at Emirates Team New Zealand, the Chief Operating Officer, and he's with us now out of Barcelona. Uh, evening to you, Kevin. I guess congratulations firstly for getting this sorted, a pretty long and arduous process or straightforward? It hasn't been straightforward and it's been a long process. That's, that's really carried on at full speed ever since um, the AC36 match finished a year ago. Um, and, you know, we were fortunate enough in the end to have, you know, quite a few uh, venues that we could select from, all, all that were really high quality. Uh, but in the end, Barcelona was um, was the right choice and we're, we're super happy to be here. Hey Kevin, Izzy here mate, great to have you on the show. Um, so the decision, was it was there ever a realistic op- option for New Zealand to keep the cup at home? Um, I know that we've spoken about it earlier in the criticism that will come from this, but was that ever a realistic op- option for Team New Zealand? Look, you know, we, we're, you know, we're all Kiwis and we've all, we all sail in New Zealand, we're all from New Zealand and 100% we would have loved to have sailed there. Um, but we identified even before the last cup finished that you know it's imperative that we have uh, the right funding and and everything in place for the team. The team has always been our priority, mm. um, and by that I mean we have to put ourselves in the position that we can defend AC37. So that first and foremost comes above everything. Yeah. Um, we went through a period of three months directly after the cup negotiating with with the New Zealand government and council and couldn't come to an agreement there, which was fine. You know, they put their best foot forward and that is completely fine. We don't have an issue with that at all. But, you know, for the sake of the team and for the sake of us trying to win again, we've had to look offshore. Mm. And look, in a lot of ways, we've, we've ended up in a, in a 
spot here in Barcelona where we think it's it's going to grow the sport, it's going to be better for the America's Cup, and there's a lot of opportunities. I'm, I'm sure you can't give us the exact nuts and bolts and digits in particular, Kevin, but uh, look, there's some numbers being thrown around that Barcelona City Council would be close to paying 70 million euros. Is there any way of us knowing how far away what the government could provide and what we could rustle up in New Zealand was to what you've ended up with? Look, we've always been pretty open about what was required to run the team in the event um, because although they're separate, they're one. <laughs> like when you defend the cup, you've also got to organise the um, organise the event and organise the funding for that. Um, and it, it's pretty well recognised that that number was $200 million New Zealand dollars. Yep. Um, and, you know, the, the hosts here don't want it uh, discussed about how their, their money's sort of made up because there's quite a few parties involved in that or who's paying what or what it is. Mm. But, um, as I, you know, I think there's been enough chat already that people will know what that number is. What about the home and away? Like, I've played a fair few of my time and playing away is very difficult. This seems like you're going to be away from your home, you know, comforts, your home crowd. Was that a big factor yeah. in making this decision? Like, How well, are you going to emulate Barcelona to make it feel like Team New Zealand's home? Yeah, well, it's an, it's an interesting point that you bring up because, first of all, you know, it's a, it's, these are three-year campaigns. Yeah. And primarily, well, the biggest portion of the time, we are based in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, you know, we spend about 85% of our total budget in New Zealand. Mm. We, you know, we support a lot of um, the marine industry. All the salaries are paid in New Zealand. or you know, all the training is done in New Zealand. So we do go away yeah. for a period. And, um, you know, what we've found in the past, historically, when we've challenged in Bermuda or whether it be San Francisco or Valencia, in a lot of ways, you're stronger when you go offshore. Mm. You know, you, you, we take the families with us. So we're a pretty big crowd when we go. It's probably about, I don't know, 250, 300 of it by the time you get the partners and the children. <laughs> but you, it, it's very easy to be very focused on what you're doing when you're offshore. It's actually, in a lot of ways, it's tougher to be home. Mm. It's probably a little bit different than playing in front of a home crowd mm. for the likes of what you guys were doing. Yeah. But um, for these events, these long period of events with big build-ups, um, it's great to be away from home and all the um, uh, and all the added complexity of that. And you know, I'm not saying that a negative. We, that was 100% fine in Auckland. That's just mm. gone. But I just think it's probably slightly easier offshore. Yeah. Um, I'll come back quickly to uh, what the actual aspects of Barcelona you're excited for, Kevin. Uh, but look, I was lucky enough to be down there on the waterfront every day of the um, the previous the 36 Americas Cup. And is there any part of you that feels like maybe this will be a missed opportunity and we'll look back in history? Because with COVID, it almost was like that cup just was what could have been. And there was such a good yeah. buzz, but there was never really it just never really ascended to what it could have been. And it, the vibe was great down there, but we would have loved more crowds, we would have loved more international spectators. And now taking it offshore, yeah. is there any part of you that thinks that there might be unfinished business and, and that kind of leaves a little bit of a bit of taste? Oh, you know, absolutely. And it, it was just unfortunate, you know, with the, you know, we definitely didn't get the full capacity out of what Auckland could have been because of COVID. You know, we missed out on all the, you know, all the overseas travellers and tourists. We missed out on the whole super yacht industry where there was originally 75 of them booked to be in the harbour. That That's a real shame. Um. So yeah, I you know I agree with you at that point. Yeah, uh, look, and and that's 
yeah, I guess it's just the it's just the the context of where we were at, and as you've pointed out, the numbers just had to make sense. Are you guys prepared? Oh, look, I know Grant's got thick skin. I know you've got thick skin. But are you prepared for what's going to come today? Because there will be a bit of an onslaught, I think. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I, I think you know when you sit down and sort of explain the whys and wherefores and why it has to be this way, I think most people are quite understanding and get it. There, there, there are some people that will never get it. They just, you know, they just think, well, okay, it, it should be in New Zealand and that's that. But there's the commercial realities of this sport. It's an expensive sport to run, mm. and, and and keep going back to the key fact here: all we're in business for really is to try and win the next cup. Yeah, that's the main thing. Got to win the, the next cup, mate. You're right on the button there. Quickly. Yep. Um, you know, you've made the decision now. The decision wouldn't have been an easy decision to make, but now it's been made. You're going to deal with today and probably tomorrow and maybe the next day, but after that, time's a healer. Going forward, what's the next few stages you've got to go through as a team to prepare for 2024? Well, that's, that's the great thing. You know, now we have some certainty. We know the date. It, it, it's back to business, really, getting straight back into the design and, and innovation and everything for the the next AC75. We've got the really exciting um, AC40 class, which is going to be launching sometime around September, October, which is going to be our training boats, but also used for the Women's America's Cup and the Youth America's Cup. Mm. Uh, We've got the hydrogen project, which is about to launch in a few days. So there's plenty going on. Awesome, Kevin. It's an exciting time. Um, and Barcelona, it's not the worst spot in the world to be. Ah. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I, can, I can see Izzy next to me. He's, he's I've never been, but I'm keen. He's, he's, he's already, as soon as we put the mics down, we're about to say work trip. Um, it's, it's great to chat to you this morning, mate. And yeah, well done for getting it all sorted. Um, like a lot of people will be with you, a lot of people will be against you. But as, as he says, the time, time is a healer. And ultimately, we just want to win the cup and retain the cup. So yep. all the best. Yep. And we'll That's talk great. again. Thank you. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.